he's the owner of the most educated feet in professional wrestling. Some would call him the professor. Some might call him infamous. We call him the host of the show. And I mean, <laughs> folks, where's the lie? It's time for the Undisputed Podcast with Bobby Fish. All right, that's D. Scott. Our favorite DJ. You're only DJ, actually. Our only DJ. And you never him. asked me, Frank, if that's my favorite DJ. You just assumed. I had a really good line for you. You, you just ruined it. Yeah, don't I interrupt. Stepped what's, on it. what's wrong I with you? Stepped on Jeez. It. I stepped on it. All right, go ahead. Come on. <clears throat> that's that's the DJ, and I ain't talking Jelly Jeff. I've not used it one already. But that's the Silver Tongue Devil, Mr. Bobby Fish. The Silver Tongue Devil. I don't like it. And who is in the bottom corner? None other than the Prince of Pontification, the Prince of Porno. What? No, not really. <laughs> that was uh, just I'm running out of peas. The That's Prince funny. of Piss. Prince of Passion. Ended. <laughs> the Prince of Passion. There we go. Everyone <laughs> got. Bukaki Princess, the easy. Buk- easy. We've been, well, no, we've been doing, we've had a lot it's of. It's so a running Frank, joke. Frank owns his run- place in Japan called the Bukaki Lounge. But okay. anyway, okay. none other than Tyler Bubba Breeze. Hi guys. Hi guys. What an intro, by the way. My God. Yeah. Yeah. Unlike Listen, any other. Yeah, we, we can we... be hired for um, ring announcements too. Yeah. Okay. Oh yeah. Okay. We're a package. We're a trio. We okay, actually, okay. we actually usually just leave the intros to Frank. So yeah, I mean, he was he he had a whole plan, and then it just kind of went out the window. Yeah, it got eviscerated. It got eviscerated. We just stepped <laughs> all over it. Yep. And uh, yeah, so breezy. Yep. How we doing? Doing pretty good, man. Yeah. Yeah. Nice and busy. Nice okay. and busy. We got lots on the go. Just yeah. Living, yeah. Uh, cooking in Florida, man. Nice and hot yes. down here right now. It's very Ooh. hot. Yeah. Very yeah. Oh, hot. Good, man. Overall good. And awfully wet. <laughs> Anybody know that movie? Anybody name that? That would be uh, Good Morning Vietnam. Uh, no. 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 Well, he, he uses the line in Good Morning Vietnam where he says, it's hot. It's hot and wet. It's good when you're with a woman, oh, but it sucks no. when you're fighting in the jungle. No. Close, but not the one he's looking for. Right. Yeah, that's Damn not it. it. That's not it. Frank, any guesses? No. Nothing? No. You no. Well, that's Nothing. good because I I can't remember exactly <laughs> what it was, but oh, I know it. that like I have that in yeah. my Rolodex. Sure. It might be like a Chevy Chase quote or something, or maybe it was um, uh, Will Ferrell. I you can't know. just throw it out there and have no clue where it came. Yeah, from. Just, <laughs> no, I just know it's it's no. in my my brain. It's guys, it's guys, guys, floating around with the rest it, of the suit. Oh, it was a movie, a movie from the last forty five years. I'm not sure what movie it is, but it came out in the last fifty years. <laughs> there you go. Jesus Good. Christ, superstar. <laughs> Narrowed it down. Are we taking it that route? Are we going? Are we going religious? tonight <laughs> breezy born again no, <laughs> yeah no, no no not for me <laughs> yeah once was enough 
Once was yeah. enough. Well, there's, it was, it there's, was a definite, there's a definite highlight for this. What the <laughs> hell just happened? Dennis, please, for the love of God. What? Get Frank in line. I can't do that. How am I? What do you want me to do? I can just turn his mic off. All right. Can't, All like, right. Just close him out. <laughs> Breezy, how's um, how's old flat backs doing? Good. We actually just started yeah. a new class on Monday. You uh, did a new new fresh group of young hopefuls that you know haven't been around the wrestling business before, so they got right They're bright eyes and hopes and dreams. You know, right. if you can remember that far back, but if you can remember that far back. Oh, God, no. I mean, that was, I started training right uh, after the Civil War. You've held up. You've held up all yeah, right. I have. I've done all right. I've done all right. Took my first bump right after the Battle of Little Bighorn. <laughs> did, did, didn't you put a blanket over? Yes. I eventually did, but, you know, I mean, let's not get things out of chronological order. Frank. Sure, <laughs> sure. Sure. Follow the process here. Yeah. So Breezy, you got a new uh class. What what's that? And please, not looking for trade secrets, but what's uh what's the process like with um with a new class? Uh what kind of numbers we looking at? Or is this uh, stuff I don't I don't want to like dig too deep. No, 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 it doesn't really Tell matter. Tell me to fuck off if yeah. you know. Yeah, no, it doesn't really matter. <laughs> <laughs> um classes vary they vary all the time so like um what normally happens is we'll get like a bunch of uh like applications and then yep. and then they'll kind of go silent for a while and then all of a sudden we'll get like a bunch of people signing up at once okay um so it seems like a lot of people kind of like reach out for the info and then they got to make a plan and then they usually you know a couple months later they're in so um classes vary sometimes you know it's you know five to ten sometimes it's ten to twenty um mm-hmm. I think the most we've ever had was like 17, 18. So uh, there's no real set amount. I think just probably 20 is the max. Cause that's a, it's a lot of people for one class. Um, sure. But yeah, no, it's uh you know, everybody's excited. It's day one, uh, super nervous. Everybody is very, very nervous. Yes, uh, of course. So you kind of ease them in, you know, you let them know, you know, they're, they're hiring us to be their coaches and, you know, mm-hmm. use us as coaches, man. If you got questions, ask, we're open books. So it's, it's, yeah. it's, trying to break the ice a little bit you know again it's it's easier said than done because i remember when i went to school to wrestling school and lance was standing there going i just watched him on tv and now all of a sudden he's teaching me you know what i mean so <laughs> it's just right, it, right. it freaks you out man but we ease them in and and you know the first week is pretty uh kind of an eye-opening experience for them where they they are either they find out that they're very prepared uh or that they're not and uh yeah. and, and it happens very quickly so yeah. they uh we just did the first two days uh, got into some rolls, some bumps, you know, the usual stuff, easing them in. So, sure. uh, but overall, overall, everybody's, uh, they seem to be doing okay so far. Get used to the, uh, to the heat. We're, we're pretty international on this one. We got somebody yeah. from Germany. We got somebody from Wales. So get used to training in the heat is a, a new thing for them. Yes. Yes. So do, um, is it still a thing like when they get the, the lat, like, um, contusion from hitting the ropes oh yeah, yeah, yeah kind of the thing and are are people generally still astonished with how um how painful some of those first like steps are like taking a oh yeah and taking a buckle and taking yep. like i think people are still under that misperception of like oh well it's fake so well and you'd also be, like everybody's surprised man because like when you sign up you're let's say you're 18 19 whatever you are 
even doing like rolls, chances are you haven't done like a somersault or a back roll in like mm-hmm. 10 years at least. You know what I mean? Like yeah. you just don't do it uh, unless you're like specifically, you know, doing something with gymnastics or something like that. But right. There's just so many that, that, you know, even doing rolls, getting back into rolls is like their legs go one way, their hands go the other way. And it's like, okay, they got to get some body control going on. Yeah. Um, but yeah, same thing. You know, once we get into ropes and bumps and stuff like that, it's a, uh, it's kind of like, okay, well, I thought the ring was a little bit softer and I thought the mm. ropes were nice and bouncy. And, mm-hmm. you know, even, even all the small stuff of even just like pinning somebody and kicking out and, you know, mm-hmm. getting accidentally whacked in the face and the nose and all this stuff. They, they, they kind of realize quick that like even the small stuff is big. You know what I mean? Yeah. It's interesting. To, to, so what like the exposure of the business has caused Mm-hmm. Um, for people that like, they just, there's this overwhelming belief of like, oh, but it's fake or it's something other than sport. And it's like, well, you know, if you're an athlete, it's going to make your life a hell of a lot easier. I'll tell you that. <laughs> yeah. It, it Like if I always just tell them the first day, I'm like, you know what? I said, the first little bit is just teaching your body to do weird shit. Like yeah. you, you literally have to get used to running in a ring, bouncing off ropes, rolling around, taking bumps, like all the natural stuff of like, if I trip and fall, I probably try to stop myself from falling. And now you're doing the complete opposite by throwing yourself down as fast as humanly possible. Uh, sure. But it, it's, it's, so that kind of throws people off, but you know, like you said, it's kind of the, the never ending, uh, you know, historical wrestling question where it's, Oh, it's fake. It's not fake. It's whatever. Yeah. It, you know, we're so, we're so far past that at this point. It's just like, yeah. it, it, again, I think uh, Spears actually has a really good analogy where it's like, you know what, if, if I hopped on a football field, I could probably throw a ball. Like I could probably throw a ball and catch right. a ball. If I was on a basketball court, I could probably make a couple of hoops here and there. But if you take, you know, some of the best athletes in the world, like a Tom Brady and a LeBron James and them and you toss them in a wrestling ring, they're going to struggle, man, because like, yeah. it's, there's nothing like it. And, you know, obviously right. no, but it's just like, it, it's, it, it's, I don't know. You can't, put it in the fake not fake category it's just so much talent wrapped into one thing you know right well before you got into wrestling what what like did you you were you into sports and were you were you did you would you have considered yourself an athlete oh yeah 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 i was uh i always played like everything that you could basically do in school like okay i'm playing soccer this time and i'm playing this and i'm playing whatever um i I played hockey for like 10 years so that was kind of my main thing that i did um But, you know, I was always into whatever. I was always running around and, and, you know, lifting weights as soon as I could and just kind of getting into the stuff. Because, I mean, obviously, when I saw wrestling, I was like, well, if I'm going to do this, I should probably, you know, be as athletic as possible and everything else because right. I kind of already knew the, knew the deal. But um, especially now, like, you know, what we see a lot of is I don't know if people, when they watch wrestling, if they just think, oh, that's easy or I can do this or whatever. But I, a, lo- a lot of people are very unprepared do. when they come to the school, man. I think they do. I think they do. Like, I, I think, you know, b- being an athlete, whatever the sport was, it teaches you body awareness. It teaches mm-hmm. your body coordination. Yeah, yeah. You know, and like you're learning it at a time that you don't you're not aware of the fact that you're learning it because you're a kid. So you're just like, okay, well I'm playing soccer. They told me to kick the ball. Like I'm going to go kick it at that guy. Yep, exactly. You, you just do. And then you don't know any different. And so now you fast forward to like almost these people are almost adults. And if they weren't athletes previously, the coordination isn't always there. Yeah. Yeah. It's not, it's not like, it's not impossible for them. 
but no, it, it no. is it is more difficult because again you're for sure man you got to get everything working you know what i mean your coordination's yeah. got to be there and like obviously once you get up to you know more more of an advanced level like we're moving yeah. fast man like there's a lot of moving pieces that if you're not in the right place at the right time like your life yeah. <laughs> changes pretty quickly you know what i mean <laughs> yes for sure for yeah. sure all right. Well, yes. And you brought up Spears. It's you and Spearsy. You guys have been um, doing this how long now? It's, it's uh, been... four years. Four years already. Okay. Wow. So yeah, it goes, goes quick, man. It's kind of funny. We yeah. I, I walked by. Uh, you know, we have um, like our class pictures up on the wall, yeah. and there's like quite a few up there over four years, man. Like five yeah. classes a year. There's like a lot of kids that we've trained already. So that's a ton. If you yeah. multiply that. Wow. That's a ton. Yeah. That's awesome. And, they, yeah, and yeah. They, they, you know, you get to that point in your career, I guess. And I never thought I, I would be there, but I feel like I'm kind of there now where like, um, it's kind of neat to realize that like a lot of this stuff that you've taken for granted all these years, because you're amongst your peers, right? Like when we're in the locker room, whatever. So like all these things that I know, you know, so like we just take it for granted. Yeah, we're just messing around, having fun, you know. Right, but, but these little did you know, up. it's a it's a skill. <laughs> yeah, it's a skill that only applies here. It's, yeah. it's a very specialized skill. We don't mess try around and it learn into the world, but yeah, <laughs> don't you dare try to take it into the regular world. <laughs> yeah, oh god, shame him. on you. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So we got flatbacks occupying your time, and mm -hmm. uh, what was what what was the other thing so uh, you and uh xavier you and woodsy yep you're still still rocking up up down down yep. what's still uh... doing still doing up up down down stuff uh we actually just did uh, uh the up up down down summer games where we had like a you know Whoa. just a bunch of teams and it was more of like a like in person you know like fun little games that you just don't do as an adult and uh, okay and it was actually really fun man it was cool like just kind of seeing people let loose that's kind of been the that's always the beauty of up, up, down, down is it's not, you know, you don't have to be the same person that you are in the ring. You can kind of just like let loose and have fun and relax with your friends yeah. a little bit. And that always creates like fun content to watch. People love watching that stuff. So um, yeah. yeah, still, still going hot, man. Up, up, down, down uh, all over the place. We got lots coming down the pipe. So uh, staying busy with that stuff. Uh, flatbacks. Uh, I've been doing a little bit of guest coaching at the performance center. Nice. So just uh, nice. kind of a little bit of everything. Yeah. Yeah. That they, uh, I, I think the exposure to that is what kind of, um, you find out pretty quickly if you're either if you're cut out for coaching or if you're at that place where you're like, yeah, I, I do, I want to just give back. Like, I've seen a distinct change in myself. Um, at this point, doing even seminars and stuff, like, I've kind of arrived like enjoyment. <laughs> Where, yeah. you know years ago i was like oh man i gotta do a seminar but all right whatever yeah you got it you definitely have to be ready for it. like you have yeah. to uh you know and this is the weird part is like not all really good wrestlers can be good coaches a hundred percent and you know what i mean and like some That's some insane. don't know how to some just don't know how to explain like what they do like they just, i don't know just do it like just just yep. do it you know what i mean but yep. it's like no you gotta like figure out and, and this is the weird part is like once you train people for a certain amount of time, you start to realize that they're all just kind of like, like almost like archetypes of the student. So you're like, 
Oh, I've trained this one before. This is just like, you know, uh, student number one, and we've trained like four of them. That's so then it's like, interesting. you just slowly see like how you can get through to people. And like, um, right. it's, it's very funny. It's, it's odd, but it's, it's, it's very cool. And like, especially coaching and like the whole point, it, it sounds funny, but like, when we coach them, we tell them, we're like, Hey, just so you know, this is probably gonna be the hardest thing you're ever going to do. And like, yeah. that's the point because in reality, like anybody could open up a wrestling school. And it doesn't matter if you've ever done it, you could just own the building. But I guarantee you get, get students. And that's kind of, you know, obviously the, the landscape of independent wrestling. As you know, like, there's so many people out there that don't know what they're doing. Yeah. Um, and we opened up the school with that zero intention of, of adding to that. We, we wanted everybody right. who was, you know, if you see somebody wearing a flatback shirt, they know their shit. And like, yeah. you know, I mean, we're, if you can ask us, I will tell you exactly what we told them in their evaluations you know what i mean so it's like we kind of have a, a higher standard i guess of what we expect you know safety wise okay. and, and professionalism and stuff like that and it, so we're hard on them you know we're hard like throughout the course it's like hey man like it's not just you know we show you something and you better go over it because we're gonna go over it again and if you aren't doing it it's gonna be very apparent that you either are getting better or worse and like again it's it's nothing nothing to us man if you if you don't want to do this as a career great but if you tell right. me you want to do this as a career, I'm going to give you everything I got. And every now and then you get the people who you see the light bulbs going off and it's, yeah. it's super cool, man. It's super rewarding to where you go that, that was why I've been on you, man, for weeks and weeks yeah. and weeks is because I wanted that. And they go, Oh, okay, cool. Yeah. yeah. I've had that conversation numerous times with my wife. My wife is duly licensed. She can do women's hair. She can do men's hair. Um, she teaches barbering at the college and you know, she has times like any other job where she's just fed up and I can mm -hmm. tell and I know and blah, blah, blah. But she has then she'll share, you know, uh, an experience of of a kid that like maybe in the beginning of the semester was a little bit like judgmental of her and like had her had his guard up or yep. whatnot, you know, and she's a, a like, a you know, my wife is blonde and she's beautiful and you know, so they maybe stereotyped her and with their guard up, she's just not able to get through. Sure. And then by the end of the semester and they pass her test and they graduate and she's their first phone call yep. or their yep. first email and their, you know, the gratitude is, is, um, you know, overflowing at that point. Yeah. It makes it dude. It makes a difference, man. Like good coaching it goes such a such a long way dude like you know obviously when lance trained me like it's that i couldn't have got off to a better start you know what i mean it's it's yeah. such a difference when you want to do something and you go out of your way to get trained properly like it's yeah. i can't tell you man it's it's just the only way to do it yeah yeah 100 percent. i actually i saw lance uh when i i went in and i did uh did a kind of a one-off thing for impact and uh yeah yeah I saw Lance and uh, he, yeah, he, t he talked about you. He, uh, he mentioned like training you was fucking, he hated it. <laughs> he, uh, it made him like for those couple of years. He yeah. Hated That's what happened, he man. said, you know, keep that between him and I. So. Sure. Sure. And you, yeah, you, you've done that. You've done you it. Job, well, I did up until now, but That's I right figured, until now. That's I figured right. here you are. Here we are. <laughs> Surprise. <laughs> Ah, uh, yeah, yeah, that's fantastic. Oh, uh, that's a good yeah, joke. That was really good. That was funny. <laughs>
So I got to say this now, go, just rewinding here for a second, just back to the up, up, down, down thing. That, hands down, the one that we went on Xavier, we went on Woods's um, something. I, I don't know if it was up, up, down, down, but it was me, Roddy, Cole, and Kyle, and we played some video games. That would have um, been up, up, down, down, yeah. Yeah, and we... <laughs> Right, so I figured it was, but I wasn't sure if that, you know, whatever. What I don't know what else it'd be, but, but yeah, that'd be it. It was, it was Buck Bongo Fiesta. Fun. It was not the Bukaki Lounge, Frank. <laughs> <laughs> it, we had the most fun with Woodsy. Like, he's just, it was just infectious. And it was, you know, the four of us, we had always kind of considered ourselves like four peas in a pod. But then Woodsy was like the fifth p or yeah. or maybe he was carrots i don't i don't know don't but it know. was it was perfect we uh i still i i look back on that uh inner that um interaction yes that uh, fondly it was so much fun and uh i was awful at the games we were playing so when you did the uh thing recently with that was it video games or when no, you say no. games so, are you talking so- like Twister, and- uh, not Twister, but in, in okay. closer Twister. to that. So we we had a right. uh, like like an indoor field, like a big turf field uh, okay. that we rented out, and we ended up doing. Um, what did we do? We had like five or six different events. So we had like pool noodle javelin throw. Um, oh, we had a water balloon toss where you had to keep backing up. Uh, we had a gi- noodle giant javelin throw yeah. reminds me of Lamar Latrell from Revenge of the Nerds. <laughs> Nerds. <laughs> anybody? Anybody got? Anybody get that yeah. reference? Other than yeah. That? yeah. yeah. At, cool. at least you know this age. one. You know what I mean? You're yeah. not just throwing out some random quote yeah. with zero. Yeah, this is true. This is true. Um, I've improved. <laughs> there you go. I, I love the fact right that, before your eyes. I love the fact that you knew his first and last name. Yes, I did. Well done. <laughs> impressive. Impressive. Yeah. Well um, yeah. And then we did. Uh, there was like a cornhole tournament. Uh, giant Jenga, like stuff like that. It was all kind of nice. like just fun games you'd play in the backyard. You know what I mean? Yeah. Sounds like American yeah. Gladiator, but not a little bit, a little bit. Yeah. Well, <laughs> yeah, when I had a, I, I uh, was partners in a bar before I got uh, into wrestling, and we did a beer Olympics, and mm. so it was kind of something similar. Yeah. Um, but everyone was drunk. Yeah. So, yeah. I, you know, <laughs> man, yeah, that's, that's, not, that's what I figured. That's what I figured. Not, some of the events in that bar were just silly. Bad. Were they, well, <laughs> yeah. I mean, you know, we, we were drunk, Frank. Don't judge us. Know. Frank was a part of it, too. Yeah. Frank, were you there? There was one particular um, event that um, if the females had a small chest, they were getting. Um, Yes, they're getting a, a, a boot job. Huh? Did we? If you had, did we yes. give away what well, that was? The prize. Yes, yeah. that was a prize. Oh well, that, that was, was the prize for winning. That was, that was yeah. a prize. Oh my Yes, God. we okay. had a sponsor. Actually, wow, you just reminded me, Frank. That's legit. Yeah. That's wow. see. Yeah, wow. that was wow. That was an expensive prize. We did. We gave somebody boobs. <laughs> Nice. How about that? Jeez. There's something you can't say, Breezy. There's something you've never done. I've never done. Never done. No. Nope. Haven't even been in the same realm. But... No. <laughs> no, you have a time over there. So, um, Lance, 
Yeah. How did that come about? How did how did you uh you're not Canadian, correct? I am Canadian. You are Canadian. I am Canadian. Are you a BC been, guy? Yeah. I am a BC guy. Oh, you're part of that? I'm part of it. Kyle, Kyle, oh. uh, he escaped it just before me. He did. He did. He did. Yes. Yeah. So are no, you uh you, you know Andy Roy? I don't know if I do. No? Okay. He's a what? BC guy too, but I know I know Andy from Kyle. Um and now Andy and I we we do some uh some work. Um he, you know, he'll he'll do some legal stuff because I definitely am in the dark. Okay. <laughs> okay. Yeah, no, yeah, I don't I don't he, don't, he helps me. He helps me quite a bit. And, uh, I don't know if I ever met him. Yeah, he's a smart dude. We should hook but you guys up. He'll, uh, there you he'll go. help you. There you go. But you, yeah, um, BC, BC guy, Canadian guy. Yeah, yeah. Um, um, Lance Storm. Yep. You, uh, you, you had mentioned it before. Like, so to, to start training with Lance, you're, you had that moment of like, oh, my God, it was Lance Storm. Yep. Very yeah, cool. It, it was uh so like I was always um my goal was always WWE. I always wanted to be in WWE. So you know, slowly figuring out and and again, I I didn't know any of like some guys knew all the ins and outs. Like they knew you know about developmental territories and this and that and whatever. I had no clue about anything. I just knew that I watched wrestling. I want to be a wrestler. So you know, by the time I started looking around, I figured out that at the time, uh, OVW was like developmental. Mm-hmm. And uh, so, okay, well, like, if I'm learning how to wrestle, I should probably go there. But being from Canada, uh, it made it a little bit difficult to go down to the States and get trained and, like, be able to survive. Because I was like, I can't work when I'm down there. So, like, how am I supposed mm-hmm. to survive? I just have to save up a bunch of money to, like, last this entire course and whatever. So, I was kind of, like, having a little bit of emails back and forth with, um, I think her name was Julie, who worked at the front of OVW. And I was starting to make a plan and I was like, oh, I don't know, man, this is going to be tough. Um, and then all of a sudden, like just, you know, through whatever Google to, to Google, uh, all of a sudden I saw that Lance had a school and it was literally in Canada right next to me. So I was like, okay, well, I'm just going to go there instead. And, uh, and, and it was as easy as that. I think I emailed him. Um, and he gave me the Lance the- Storm Academy's in my driveway. That's right. It was, it was literally a problem. It's over. I could work. I could do whatever. <laughs> And uh, I remember I emailed him about the January 2007 class, and, and uh, he gave me the old, oh, we got one one spot left, man. You better uh, <laughs> if you're going to do it. And I went, okay, man, I'm sending my money. Don't give it away. Yeah. And it worked like, worked perfectly. Uh, Side right up, and then, uh, and then yeah, right. and that's where I went. Worker all the way. He's a that's worker right. all yeah. the way. Was yeah. he still um, working TVs at that point, or was he no, kind of no, full no, no, on no. school? I think he was full on school. Okay. I think he had, he had had um, maybe a year of classes before mine, um, mm. or or maybe like two, but really like relatively new um, yeah. to training. But yeah, he was fully fully into school. Yeah. A lot of people have come through uh, Lance's. Quite a few. So I didn't realize yeah. until we actually opened up Flatbacks, um, but he had been going for like fifteen years. Yeah. So like I think he stopped wrestling for WWE in like when he was thirty five. Uh-huh. And then he'd been open for 15 years. And when he closed down, it's right when we uh, started up. And so it was this weird kind of full circle thing. But uh, yeah. I went, I went, oh, man, you're closing down. And he goes, dude, I've been doing this for 15 years. I'm tired, man. And I went, <laughs> oh, 
I said, 15 years, I guess, yeah. But like I in that time, there's been a lot of people who have come through there, man. Yeah. Yeah. Well, there, you know, there, there's something to be said for um, good trainers because mm -hmm. they're, uh, you know, unfortunately, you know, there's a lot that are not, you know, mm -hmm. that's right. And it's, um, it's kind of a shark tank in that way. You know, you still have the, the carny. Oh, carny that'll never, element. that'll never, as much as you never. want it to go away, right. it'll never go away. We <laughs> oh, tell them, man. We, we tell our students as soon as they're done, we're like, just so you guys know, this yeah. is what this is. Like, there's no other like hidden secrets here. Like we've taught you everything you need to know. Now you just need to go out and get reps and get better at it. But like, you don't need right. to sign up for another class. You don't need to like pay someone else. Like you just need a ring and you need to be on shows. That's it. So like, right. Don't, don't get swindled. You know what I mean? And almost yeah. always they'll, they'll email us and be like, well, this guy said, I got to pay like 5,000 for this course. I said, no, yeah, you don't need it, bud. You don't need it. We showed you how to do it. You're good. <laughs> Yeah, I think, it, and you know, unfortunately, it's one of those things where, like, until you touch the stove, you don't know. That's it's right. Actually, hot. Like mm -hmm. they said, it was hot, but is it really hot? Yeah. Yep. <laughs> you, you don't know until you're in. in. Yes. But fortunately, once you're yes. in, you're in. You, you then you yeah. get, then you know what it is. Yeah. Um. Well, what? And I always associate the two of you together. I could probably answer this question myself because I don't know when the last time is that you saw him, but I just saw him not too long ago. But uh, the man Dango, yeah. how's uh, how's Dirty Dango doing? He's, he's doing, doing good. good. Yeah, yeah. yeah. He's, he, we touch base every now and then. I think we got okay. a couple uh, bookings coming up together. Okay, that's what my next question was. Yeah, was there, yeah. Uh, breezy dango uh reunion there's been a couple and it's it's so funny man because like you know obviously you can explain how dango is to people but they don't fully understand until they meet the man like he's a he's a one-of-a-kind individual he is so pop the hell one um but it's just it's there's been a couple times like i've taken some bookings and um they're like oh man like we want to bring in you and dango and i go okay cool and then they're like they'll email me back and they'll be like ah I don't know he's he's being weird like he does i don't know if he wants to do the tag team thing and i go okay and then like they email again like oh i don't know now he says he's like retiring from wrestling so like i don't really know and i said oh my god he said he's been retiring for like the past 10 years man it's just how he is and then all of a sudden we're on a, oh, we're on a match together yeah. so it's just kind of funny like watching everyday folks or like promoters that don't know him yeah. uh interact with them it just makes yeah. me laugh you know what i mean but yeah. he's the same he's the same nothing's changed yeah. He truly is one of one, man. Yeah. He is one of one. And he's like, uh, he's every, um, and this is just like him, you know, backstage. Like he's yeah. every wrestling cliche <laughs> yeah. rolled into one. And like, but he's joking half the time, but yeah. he does. And I can appreciate this very much raised by the man that raised me. Um, his delivery of these things are so deadpan oh, oh. that people don't, they just don't know. And yeah. watching, watching <laughs> them watch him is, is what's the entertainment, you know? There, there, was a, uh, there was a time in NXT where I think it was uh, me and him and we were against Danny Birch and uh, yes. Oni. Yep. And, okay. and, and like, but they kind of understand Dango, but not fully, like not like I do. And, um, <laughs> and, and before the match, Birch kind of goes, ah, my knee's kind of bugging me. So like, can we work around that? I said, yeah, that's fine. 
So Dango's sitting there and he hears this. He knows this is the plan. <laughs> and like, uh, I think the producer comes up and we start putting the match together and like, it's like, all right, you know, uh, and then Birch, you know, he'll kind of just roll to the floor or whatever. And Dango's like, no, no, let's, uh, what if we like throw him over the top? Let's throw him over the top to the floor. And I, and I go, no, no, no. I said, he's just going to roll to the floor. And like, he starts kind of just like getting quiet and he looks mad. And I go, what is happening here? So the producer kind of goes away. And then we're kind of talking and I see him getting like madder and madder. He's starting to like pace. And <laughs> finally he just goes like, yeah, I'll be back in a bit. And he just like leaves and, and Oni and, and Birch look at me and they go, what's, what's wrong with him? And I said, I, I guarantee you it's, he just misunderstood something. And they, they just go, okay. So like, we're okay. I said, we're fine. So <laughs> Dangle goes away about 30 seconds later, he comes back with no shirt on and he's just fuming. And he just goes like, Where's my where's my mask? I think it was at the time when we had pandemic stuff. And he yeah. and he goes, Where's my mask? And I said, Right there, man. It's around your neck. And he goes, Okay. And he leaves. And I go, What? And they said, Are you sure? He seems really mad. And I said, Yeah. yeah. I said, He's fine. I'm telling you he's fine. <laughs> so then all of a sudden, like, he comes back maybe five minutes later and he seems to cool down kinda. And mm -hmm. uh, I go, Hey man, I said you doing all right? And he's like, Yeah. I said, Why'd you seem so mad? <laughs> and he goes, He goes, Well, he's like, it's like you guys didn't like any of my ideas. Like you, you, you didn't want me to be a part of putting the match together or whatever. And I said, no, no, no. I said, remember Birch, Birch's knee. We're trying to take care of him. So like, we're not going to throw him up to the floor. He's just going to roll up on whatever. He went, oh, okay. And I just went, wait, did you really think that like we we just thought your ideas were bad? We didn't want you to be a part of putting the match together. And he goes, yeah. I said, why would we do that? Why would we ever do that? And you just stormed off and threw your shirt off and got angry at us. I said, yeah. No. I said, we're trying to protect Purchase. And you were sitting here and he goes, yeah, I forgot that part. Okay. <laughs> he is the best, man. Well, he is the best. Right. Especially because it like, and I've known him since I got started. Uh, really? So to see, yeah. Because oh, I, I think we, I was probably like five years in when I met Dango. Were you a main was, guy? Uh, where, uh, No, no. But Johnny, I was closer to uh, Massachusetts. Or he was, yeah, I guess Albany. he was Boston. Boston and stuff like well, that. Well, I mean, he was part of like the New England crew. Sure, sure. And that's, you know, where I met him. And he was Johnny Curtis at the time. Yeah, yeah. Um, and, you know, Dango was always kind of that physically like a prototypical WWE guy, you know, oh, handsome as the day is long. Yeah, he was. Yeah. When I got hired by WWE. Uh, yeah. I met him in FCW and, yes. I went, and I went, man, like this is what a pro wrestler is like. Yes. Just a good looking Jack dude. Like just seemed like yeah. he had the world by the balls. You know what I mean? Yep. Yep. And, uh, I'll sum it up. Yeah, just like, he was just the, he's just, I'm like, that's, that's what, you know, you should strive to be like, yes. he's the man dude. More somas. More <laughs> somas. Uh, I yeah, when he was Johnny Curtis, that's when we met, and uh, he seemed to be like he was one of the uh, developmental OGs. Oh, he big time! Yeah, seemed like he was in developmental. Like I yep. feel like he just never. He was just always in developmental. Um, well, I think because he was a part of Deep South. Yeah, I think, I think he was Deep too. South, like said, and then he was FCW. Total OG. <laughs> yeah, total OG. Um, so like I had a few different um interludes with you know wwe flirtations with wwe whether it be a dark match or go go uh i went to tampa for fcw at one point i w did a week of 
couple of different things and it just seemed like he was one of the constants he was oh, yeah you know i was always gonna see him there um it. and we we always got along um and uh he i i think the thing that i love about him the most at this point if i look at like his career was when it did finally happen and and i i especially for me because i took my martial arts seriously. I still do. And I, I was, uh, I had a certain type of like, um, thing that I wanted to portray. And, and I feel like we, we went out and we did that, but I totally ignored that we're trying to evoke emotion and, and, and emotion is laughter. Yeah. You know, it's one of the greatest emotions. If not, I mean, there's an argument to be made for it being the greatest emotion yep. of yep. all of them. And for him to be willing, you know, after being the blue chipper that he's always been to like, just go, yep, this is what you gave me. I'm going to, I am going to make the absolute most of it. Yep. And I'm going all in. Um, I mean, the Fandango thing was so over for a while. It was great. Uh, he was super hot, man. Super, yeah. super hot. And then even when it cooled off the way that he was creative with it and was just fearless in his yeah. delivery of what it was like, you know, the, just the changing of the voice and the, you know, everything, all of it. Yes. Yep. He just went yep. all in and he's never not been all in. And it's to the point now where like, I don't know where Johnny Curtis ends and Fandango begins. <laughs> the line is like, I, I you know what? I, yeah. Yeah. I'll double down on that one, man. Like, yeah. He's just kind of one conglomerate of like everything that you know and everything that you yeah. see. It is funny, man, because like, yeah, I don't know. I, well, it's got a very be fine so line, very fun. fine line. Yeah, yeah. Like to doing the the detective stuff, and you you could speak on this, like the stuff that you guys did together, like the like. Some of the most fun I ever had was like when, when in Ring of Honor, Red Dragon, we kind of had a loose leash on us and Kyle and I got to just be goofs. Yeah. You know, so here we are going out into the ring and, you know, arm barring people and I'm, you know, kicking people in the legs hard. Yeah. Um, but, you know, but then we're running out to jump in uh, Kyle's mother's van, you know, yep. and it's yep. like, those were so much fun. And then I watched like the stuff that, that Dango has done with those backstage things and even the in-ring stuff. Like it just looks like he's having such a blast. It's like, how can I don't win? You could never be world champion. And, and that still is such a fun career, like such a fun way to go to work. Yeah. Yeah. I think like once we started doing, you know, the more kind of comedy stuff with the fashion files and stuff like that, uh, we knew we kind of stumbled on something good when yes when whenever they said cut or whenever we were out like everybody in the room burst out laughing and we went <laughs> yeah oh man like this must yeah. be good yeah, and like we, I, i'd be trying sucks. not to laugh at him and he'd be trying not to laugh and like it was <laughs> right. just it, you know it's, it's infectious when you watch it it's just like yeah. it's nonsense but it's again you know I, I, you're not far off with that man like everybody loves to laugh man like yeah everybody needs to laugh and like that we need more laugh oh yeah, and especially right. when it comes to wrestling, like, you know, please, fans, get off the internet and stop debating AEW, W, like, who gives a shit? It's yeah. not 
you guys are the ones that say it the most. Like yeah. it's not. Just enjoy watching, man. Just enjoy watching. <laughs> right. Just it's good. It's watch good. Watch and yeah. enjoy and have fun more than anything. Yeah. Like this is supposed to be shit that you get to forget. Like I watch my 10 year old. She loves it. And, um, really? you know, she, um, I just watch her just lose herself in it. And yep. I enjoy watching her and she doesn't know who's, you know, <sighs> sleeping with who and who's about to get fired and, you know, who's wearing an abortion t-shirt, you know, like she, she just, just watches it and enjoys what it is. Yes. Yeah, because she knows cool. she got to go to school tomorrow. Yep. And she's like, okay, well, I'm this for two hours. It's awesome. You know? It's great. Yeah. Yeah. And that's kind of what, you know, like I've always been a little bit, I gotta be honest, man. I've always been a little bit jealous of like yourself and Dango and like Santino Morello was another oh, one that just a total one of one. Yeah. And then the more absurd and the more far left he went or far right, whatever you want to call it, like the, the, the better it was. Oh, dude, there was a, there was a time when the only thing I enjoyed on WWE was Santino. I totally agree. And, and I, I loved agree, everything man. about it. And when he stopped wrestling, I stole all of his stuff. Yeah. Like D Dango oh, wrestled him a bunch of times. And he went, oh. lifted it. Yeah, he goes, Santino used to do this. And I said, well, I'm going to do it now. Because yeah. like, he's not around. And it's so good, man. Like yeah. everything he did was just gold. It just, it really he was, was talking to him. I'd start laughing. Just so yeah, fun. such timing, such yeah, fantastic timing, such uh, there's and there's something there's an art to being the guy that wears the egg on his face. Oh, yeah. You know, like there's yep. a lot of people that are willing to do it, but there's a skill to, you know, leading them in a different direction just to bring it back, because that's where the real laugh is. That's where the real reaction is. Well, that's, I remember I was watching a live event and Santino was on there and Arn was sitting there watching and he just looks over at me and he goes, Santino does everything that a baby face shouldn't do. <laughs> and he goes, and the people still love him for it. Yeah. And he goes, that's like, that's how you can tell. Like, he's good, man. He's good. Yeah. I, went, yeah. I said, it's right. Yeah. Like literally everything that you should not do as the good guy. Yeah. And he does it and they cheer him for it. And he just went, yeah. I, don't, I don't know. What to say. Like, what do you say to that? You know what I mean? Yeah. And it takes balls too, Big you time. know, cause that's definitely not the safe play. No, no means. way. No, you're putting no. yourself out there, man. They either, they either eat it up or they throw it back up. And I mean, Jim Cornette has said over the years endlessly that, um, what, what is it about? Uh, something doesn't pay. What was it? They rhyme. Um, Probably funny doesn't make money. Funny doesn't make money. There you go. Oh, funny I... doesn't make money. And and, and like I, I'm sorry, like and I'm not saying that it's not the case in a lot of time, a lot of situations. But I don't know. I, I Santino, I, I, I'm pretty sure got paid pretty well, and I, that's I right. don't know. But it was I, there's something to be said too for the fun, for just having straight up yep. fun. Yep. It was, and it's different too, man. Like, like we did all that stuff on Raw and SmackDown. And then when me and Dango came back to NXT, like Triple H was very adamant on like, cause we kind of, we were almost like, all right, we want to be these like, you know, 
straightforward ass kicker or whatever, blah, blah. Yeah. And, and Hunter was like, nah, man. He goes, like, don't forget why the people love you guys. Like, yeah. it's because of the fun. And it's right. like, now we'll just give them the other part of it as well. But we're not losing the right. fun part. Like, that's right. why they attach you. You know, like, oh, good point. Like, yeah. anyone can be the badass, you know what I mean? But like, putting yourself out there to, again, maybe make people laugh or maybe they go, man, these guys suck. Like that's, yeah. it, it's tough, tough spot. Well, I think that that's what 90% of people, uh, if not more, get into pro wrestling to be that, to be the mm -hmm. ass kicker, to be the badass. Always, to, you know, always. And it's, it's, you know, I'm not going to say it wasn't me too. Like I want, I, why did I bring the martial arts stuff that I yep. do into it? Because it was real fighting and, yep. you know, so, um, but I think that it's almost to our detriment a lot of times because there's this fun element, man, that because not so many people are swimming in that pool, mm -hmm. it kind of, it, it doesn't, you know, you could watch a three hour raw and not really have that, um, tickled once, you yeah. know, and you're like, yeah. huh, somebody, there's a void here. It's a variety show, man. You need yeah. you need one of each. You know what I mean? So yeah. if it's eight matches straight of just guys kicking the crap out of each other, yeah. by the end it's like, all right, cool, man. But if yeah. you you got to break it up with something, you know? Yeah, I I think you know I and I love to see younger guys kind of take a little bit of a a chance on that, especially because like you got to recognize where your lane is once you're, so I, I, I think it's kind of like, um, you know, uh, and it was said, I'm sure to you as well. Like, you know, when you're working in Japan, you're working all these other places, like, like enjoy that regal, I think was big on saying this, like, and then go to WWE, like you, you know, you accept what, what your role is and, and you make money, Yep. you know, and that's, that's kind of what it is. Um, but I, I think we all have this ideal of, of what we want our wrestler to be. You know, we all created ourselves on a video that's right. game, That's right. you know, but uh, I love to see um, just one guy that sticks out to me a little bit at the moment, um, just taking a chance and not necessarily because it's great or it's, it's not great, but just uh, Aaron Solo on AEW, mm -hmm. they started doing uh, with QT Marshall. Yeah. The, yeah. Um, like the uh what's the name Q of that, TV, that man. media show yeah yeah yep. and uh aaron is kind of a, a like a, a bit part to that yeah and so he started doing this banaka thing yeah and now he kind of does it everywhere and i see i've seen him now lean way more into it and he seems to be getting more comfortable with it and i think nothing but good stuff can come from that because that's going to be growth you know well, and, you know, like a guy like Solo, for example, like I've known him forever, dude. You know what I mean? Yeah. And wrestling-wise, like, he's good. But yes. I've never been able to sink my teeth into it right. until you start talking and start doing, you know, this this other stuff that nobody's doing. And you go, yeah. man, this is this is good. Now you're, now you're getting good. You know what I mean? It was almost yeah. in the same vein as, um, I think it was Daniel Garcia. Where, yes. like, man, he's a good wrestler, dude. He can do all this stuff, but Sure. That's that's where it kind of starts and finishes. He's a good wrestler. And then yes. he started adding in these like this dance, and he changed how he looked a little bit. And I went, oh, I hate oh my god, the dance. And, dude! But that's the whole point. <laughs> no, now I know that's what I'm saying. You know what I mean? Like, so I'm I was I was so happy when he started doing that. I went, yes, yeah. Like that's that, my best that way. was the only thing that you needed yes. to add.
That's you know the mean? best compliment I can pay Daniel Garcia. Oh, it's I great. That fucking name. It's great, man. And that's it's it makes my skin I, crawl. Yeah, but it, it's I love watching like the pins start to drop on on people. You know what I mean? Of like, yeah. all right, man. Yeah, like again, there's a lot of good wrestlers out there, man. Yeah. But why do you want to watch certain ones? Like, there's there's mm-hmm. a reason. You know what I mean? And and again, it, it maybe the dance is his thing, but everybody mm-hmm. needs something. You know what I mean? Yep. Maybe it's the Banaka thing. Maybe it's whatever. But yeah. It's at least something. Mine was a but phone, you're, you know what I mean? whatever it is, you're not gonna find it until you start throwing stuff against the that's wall. That's right. That's exactly you know. So that's I think what is so um charming about it to me is that I know like, oh, I'm watching the process. Yep. And that's yep. just fun to do. I, I think um Coach Breezy just came out a minute ago. Yeah, well, was, so funny enough, so funny enough that you mentioned QTV. Uh, one of our yeah. students is in there. Harley Cameron is part of QTV, okay. and she she was one of ours. So, oh, really? Yeah, okay. yeah. She got picked up to be a part of that, and she's been killing it, man. She's yeah. you know obviously you see the personality pouring out of her. So luckily, yeah. she's she's one of the few where like uh, again I know personality and like you know uh, promo stuff and and stuff like that. That was never really my strong suit until I was really kind of thrown in the in the hotbed of like right. you have to do this, uh, and then I kind of figured it out. But uh, she's like a natural entertainer, so it was very easy for her, right. and she's kind of been super excelling and even you know helping very out the cool. other guys w- with her personality and and letting that whole kind of QTV thing come together to to where it's very entertaining. It's on every week, so yeah. it must be doing something right, you know? Yeah, yeah, and it gives something for all of those. Um, all of that talent that you just mentioned that would have otherwise been kind of just floating around yep. with no direction, exactly. a direction and yep. a thing and, and something that fans identify. And yeah. that's the first step in anybody's like, you know, push to success, especially when it comes to this business. Yep. Yep. You know? Um, so what would you say at, at the school? Um, are you, uh, are you and Spears, do you guys kind of coach the same way or is there a, quite a bit of a dichotomy between the two or? So almost identical. It's actually really funny because um, okay. every now and then like we, someone will be doing something and we'll stop them at the same time. And then like, I'll look at him <laughs> and he'll look at me and I'll go, no, you got it. You already got it. Like we already kind of see the same stuff and we know Yeah. the only difference is uh, it's very much a good cop, bad cop. To where mm. like he gets fired up, man. He gets hot, and like yeah. we we don't really notice it until like his wife Cass will will be like, like Ronnie, you're really intimidating sometimes, and, yeah. and like you know he's like a big dude with his mohawk, and he just looks sure. mad at you, and she's like, oh yeah. my god, like relax, yeah. and and then I have to like if he's being like a little bit too much to where I'm like, oh my god, this kid probably wants to like curl up and get out of here, uh, right? You know, I'll I'll jump in and be like, well, you know, what do you mean this 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 this? <laughs> so it's like a perfect balance of like you know. We'll, yeah. we'll get our point across, but there's two different yeah. ways of getting it into you. But uh, again, almost always like it's, I see something, he sees something. We look at each other. And it's like, ah, oh, man, we should open up a school. We just kind of go yeah. on. Yeah. You know I mean? The yin, the yin to his yang. Exactly so right. you, you brought up uh, his wife. Now they are about to join the premier network yep. with their podcast. That's right. Um, the it, um, op, op, Opera Chops, I believe it's called. It's her, it her and Jess off her chops. Off her chops. Yeah. Yes. Okay. So yeah, they, they were doing it for a while and then I think they took a break and then now they're back. So nice. Good for them. That's awesome. Yeah. That's awesome. 
And uh, Spears still um, doing AEW. Still with AEW, yeah. Yeah, wow. That's been a long run for him. He was there from basically the beginning. Day of one, it, yeah. yeah. From one of the jump. one of the grandfathered in guys, man. Yeah, yeah. So is uh, so will he be Wembley? Is what August September? August. August, August. coming up, I think. Oh, yeah. Okay, so it's got to be in the next two weeks. Yeah. Yeah. Twenty seventh, August twenty seventh, twenty seventh. Okay. Yeah. Wow. Wow. Dennis, here we yeah. go. Yeah. He's on it, man. He's on it. <laughs> yeah. 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 <laughs> Frank. Yeah. What uh? What are you thinking up there? What um? Please what don't do tell us. Know? Please don't tell us what you're thinking. <laughs> Jesus what Christ. Do you, what do you want to know? Talk what about opening know? the fucking door to something to we don't need. That... Am I gonna talk um, or we're gonna? No, I'm just going to keep making fun of you. <laughs> How about a good Dusty Road story? Oh. Ooh. Wow. I got to think back. Mm, He's putting you on the spot. Hard times, baby. Hard times, baby. Well, so now, okay, uh, while you're thinking of that, the FCW to NXT transition, you were front and center for that, no? Oh, yeah. Yep. So you get down there, and it's FCW, Steve Kern, right? Yeah, um, Dr. Tom. That I, I, yep, Dr. Tom. I think I was there when it was still FCW uh, for a week tryout or something. That Probably, way. yeah. It was when, uh, you know, we were on um, – it's funny because we were just in Tampa, my wife and I, uh, the other day, the other weekend, and everything is on Dale uh, – yeah dale mavery and i was like it just took me back to that week there because i'm you know by myself and the hotel was right by an ihop and i howard johnson yeah that was the same one i did drink coffee in (laughs) in the ihop before i would go into uh fcw every day yep yep yeah and everything was uh was on mabry all the time or off of mabry or whatever FCW, very interesting yeah. time. Very interesting. So, the, because you were then, you're one of the few that were there for the heyday of yep. NXT. So, I mean, talk about what the the progression of one to the other was like. Like, was it slow? Did it start to just kind of happen overnight where they were like, okay, here, there's a bunch of money going into this and things are changing now. Uh, no, cause you know how the, you know how the, the big company works, man. It's like the Titanic, right. like they get an idea, but it takes a while to start changing course. You know what I mean? 100%. So FCW, like I got there in 2010 and, uh, I think I was there for whatever it was probably two or two or three years, I believe when it started to switch over to NXT, I want to say it was like 2013 and um, not to interrupt, but so what kind of a gimmick what because you're still throwing things against the wall, right? So you yep. come in with with what like kind of void of gimmick, just kind oh, of oh nothing, wrestler. yeah, yeah, oh yeah, just, yeah, some twenty three year old kid create a wrestler, you know? oh yeah, yeah. I could, <laughs> right. I could, I was athletic. I could jump around. I could do some drop kicks. I could sell my ass off, but right. zero personality. Do not right. put a microphone in front of my face because right. I didn't promos. I couldn't talk to save my life. <laughs> and actually, funny enough, that's what Dusty. Uh, I remember my first promo day. Here's where, your dusty story, Frank. Oh, dude. So they go, uh, all right, we're doing a promo day. I said, all right. So they go, Dusty goes, all right, new guy. 
get in there. And I said, okay. So I'm standing in the ring and all, everybody's staring at me. And I'm already so nervous. Cause like I got to FCW and I'm not a gigantic guy. And there was a lot of gigantic guys. there. Oh, yeah. and, and I remember yes, texting there. Lance and going, dude, I'm going to get killed here. Like they yeah. are monsters. What am I doing yeah. here? And there were some big boys. Went, yeah. There. And, and was, uh, of course, it was like right at the cycle, too, of like the cycle of hiring where mm-hmm. they want big, gigantic guys. And then all of a sudden, they want like wrestlers. And then they go back to big, gigantic guys. Mm-hmm. And it was right at the end of that. So there was a bunch of big, gigantic guys there. And I went, oh man, like, I'm going to get killed. And um, so I, I stand in the ring. And again, not a good promo person whatsoever. Had, just right. totally neglected that at that part of my career. And I'm sitting there just shaking and Dusty knows it. Like he's staring at me just going like, oh man, this is going to be the worst. And he, he's just <laughs> smiling at me. He goes, all right. He goes, you know, just give me a minute. Uh, I want you to talk about vampires. And I said, okay. And I, for the life of me, you could offer me a million dollars and I don't know what I said, but I just kept rambling on about nothing and still trying so hard to make it about vampires. And Dusty's just sitting there watching and he just starts smiling and smiling and smiling <laughs> because he, he just watching me squirm right. and like, he knows it's no good. He knows I'm yeah. not good at promos and he just lets me sit there and kind of cook for a little bit. And then he goes, ah, we'll end it there. And I just go, Oh my God, that was the worst yeah. promo that has ever yeah. happened in the history yeah. of anything. And it was just like, man, okay, I got, I got some work to do here because uh, yeah. this is, this is not good and yeah. um but yeah no the uh the transition from fcw to nxt was interesting because it was uh at the time so when i got there it was dr tom was the head coach and it was kind of a small crew man it was like a small little building obviously you saw it and yeah. um so it was kind of like a small crew wasn't really like a lot like hands-on from you know upper management and stuff like that yeah so there was kind of i think we were toying with the idea because we had fcw tv where like you know 10 people would show up and it would go on your local Tampa cha- channel. Yeah. But yeah. There really was nothing. So then um, I, I remember we did like the tester show at full sale to see if full sale would work for like a show. And I went, Oh, are we like doing something different? And nobody really even knew still. It was just like, oh, let's test out this arena and see what happens. And um, so we had this one show and then nothing really happened for like months after that. And then you That's slowly nice. started hearing about how like, okay, like we're going to all move to Orlando. So I should probably start looking yeah. for a place to live in Orlando. And then, you know, it Foreman center, we moved all the rings in and we kind of made it what it was. And it was like, mm-hmm. okay, so this is like a different thing now. And then it just got bigger and bigger and bigger mm-hmm. and bigger to where, like, I think when we were originally there, I want to say there was maybe 50 people. And and then wow. now, you know, there's 150 people. So it just yeah. keeps getting bigger. You know what I mean? So yeah. it's, it's, uh, it took a while and we, and we didn't really know. It was just kind of like day to day and you'd get an email or a text and like everybody all in today. And we go, what's happening? What's the next thing? What's the meeting? Yeah. And, it, and it literally be like, all right, guys, you know, we're moving to Orlando, find a place to live, blah, blah, blah. Yeah. So it's like, you know. It's got to be a little trippy for you now to go back um, and guest coach and see. Not that you weren't aware, because I mean, even like when I was in NXT, you had come back and, you know, so you knew how that goes. But um, I'm assuming um, and from the little time that I have spent there since not wrestling for NXT, like, yeah, I mean, things change pretty regularly. It's very odd. And like you, I mean, you've probably seen a bunch too. the generations, like generations of wrestling go fast. So when I came in. There was a generation and now yes. probably that whole generation aside from maybe one or two people is, is yeah. either like gone or they don't wrestle anymore. Yeah. And then, then there was like another generation. Then there was my generation. 
And there's already like four or five after that. And like, yeah. I was just there two years ago. You know what I mean? But yeah. there's, there's just, so, it's so fast moving to where, you know, so even if fast. you, yeah, there's barely any people that you, that you know, cause they're either, again, they, they either move up to raw or SmackDown or after raw yeah. SmackDown, you're, you're, you're kind of gone or you're one of the few that gets to leave yeah. when they want to, you know what I mean? So yeah. it's just weird that the generations of like what we do go very fast, like super very long. fast. And this generation as a whole, like, yeah. I just, I do, I'm out of touch. <laughs> it's know, close. I, it's close. I, I'm out of touch. I'm not close. I'm so you sound like Terry. You sound like Terry, oh, man. I am fully out of touch. <laughs> I might be more out of touch than Terry. <laughs> you might, yeah, you might be. Terry's always be got to better with than I am. Uh, I'm just, I am, uh, I'm a, I'm an old codger. I don't, I don't know. I just don't, um, I just i don't uh i don't understand it but I, I you know there was a there were parts of it too though that i loved like that i loved to watch like you were saying before just the light bulb moment or for something that like i've been doing for years mm -hmm. that like i just take for granted and yeah. then i share it and then the light bulb goes off and i'm like holy shit okay well it's, well, it's funny even too man like it's so weird. Like it, life is weird, dude. Talking to people that you grew up watching or whatever is very mm -hmm. odd. And now, mm -hmm. you know, now it's at the other end of it where people yes. grew up watching us or talking to us. But yeah. I remember even talking to Sean and this was like maybe two years ago. Mm -hmm. And I'm, and I'm sitting there talking to him about uh, WrestleMania 14 when he wrestled Austin. And I talked to him and Austin both about that match and they both hate it. They both hate the match because Sean was really? hurt and you know, so, but I remember just telling them, I was like, I was like, this is like my favorite match for you guys. And I explained why. And I was like, just because like, it's a, you have to, I've, I've emulated how I sold from how Sean sold, which unfortunately he had a broken back and it was real right. the way he was doing it, but I've tried to make it look like how he looks. And, and he went, right. Well, man, he's like, I've never even thought about that. And I was like, right. I was like, really? And he goes, he goes, yeah. I said, that's like the perfect example of like every step yeah. you take, you're in pain. And it's like, man, that is again, unfortunately he was actually hurt, but what sure. a learning tool that like, if you can emulate that, then you're going to be pretty damn good. And a hundred percent. And, and once you explain that to him, like Sean was like, he's like, I've never thought about it like that. He goes, I literally just always think about that match. And I go, ah, that match sucked. I wish I could have done better. And I was right. like, man, right. crazy. Well, you know what I just thought of as you were explaining that too, though, is that that's part of um, what is unfortunate about so much of what we do now being exposed and this insatiable appetite to know more, more, more. Mm -hmm. And you, they kind of ruin it for themselves. Like you as a fan at that time were willing to, and you, you have fond memories of that match because you're watching it and you're feeling something. Oh yeah. Because of the way Sean is selling and he's not really selling. That's right. That's the beauty of it is like, this man is, there is, actual drama happening and so now that you carry with you all these years later mm -hmm. as a performer that in today's business would have been written about on some dirt sheet or Meltzer would have you know rated it five stars or who gives a shit yep. and that can't happen and yeah. that that you know that that's like you can't put the is it the cat back in the bag but I mean, yeah, yeah, I, like, yeah. Can't put the know, toothpaste back in the yeah. Yeah, I get you. just sometimes like, just being a fan is cool, you know. It's it's it it's cool. What what do, what do they say sometimes of like, 
it's just fun to to not know how the sausage is made. Hundred percent. I don't want to know, know I mean? how the donuts are made. They're like donuts the one, and they're there's, delicious. There's one thing that's left in this world, and I, I'm such a fan of it, and I'll never ever ever want to know like any secrets, any behind the scenes, any like how you do it, anything. And it's like magic. I love magic tricks. Yeah. If someone's really good at magic, I'm in. And if they go, hey, you want to know I how to do it? I'd say, not a chance. No because way. Because this is the only thing that can still get me and go, yeah. whoa, how did you do that? Yeah. And if you apply that same logic to what we do, like, I again, so. I, I use my uh, my parents as my gauge all the time because, like, obviously they know me from growing up and um, getting into wrestling and all the time through it. But yeah. if I can have a match and, like, my dad texts me and goes, how did you do that? And I go, yeah, ah, just I, I've been practicing. I've done this and this. And <laughs> Or my mom texts me and goes, are you okay? And I go, yeah, of course. But like, it just, if you can get them, because they know, they know the secrets. Yeah. But if you can still yeah. get them, I'm like, man, I'm a good magician. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. That's there's it. Something to, like yeah. That. There's something to be said for that. That's craftsmanship. That's you should like take integrity in and... your work, man. Yeah, that's it. Yes. You've got to have pride in your work. Like, I want to yeah. be able to show my work to people and yeah. be proud of it. Not go like, ah, don't worry about this, this, this. I do cool stuff later. Like, no. Yeah. Like, be into the whole thing, man. Well, that's part of my, my issue now. And, and like, I don't want to, I don't want to like be too uh, boisterous about some of the stuff, but like, it's part of what is killing modern day wrestling is like the lack of attention to detail in mm-hmm. um, not showing cooperation. Like, yeah, it's, it's so ignored at this point that it's like, okay, guys it it look like it looks like a dance and and then i think too sometimes this is where there's a missed opportunity um when there is animosity between yeah. people but yeah. you're in this unique space where like listen at the end of the day man we're all paying our bills yeah like we'll be like i know for myself i'll be professional yeah however there's nothing wrong with letting a little bit of, you know, live rounds fly. And I think that that's something fans can feel and when they do feel it. um, And that's all it takes sometimes too. like, why I, to me, why was the running back elbow a move that was done so often? Well, because you don't, there's room for error. You know what I mean? So dynamite kid, Benoit, Eddie Guerrero, they yep. would fly at their oh, dude. opponent physical. and just physical, literally truck them. Why? Yep. Because they were it, there was not. There's nothing fake about that. Yep. You know, JBL's clothesline from hell. Another one, Jay Briscoe had a clothesline that it never didn't look good because he was taking your head off. Yeah. You know, and that's and again, like there is a physical aspect to it. You know what I mean? And yeah. it's, 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 it's weird. And again, it's, it, it's so odd, man. Like I, I don't normally do a lot of like podcasts or I don't tweet out a lot of things about my opinion. Cause it's just, especially in today's day and age, like if you put your opinion out there, you're going to get 20 back and like, you're <laughs> yes. never going to see eye to eye, which it's okay. No. Everybody can have an opinion. But yeah. again, it's just like, man, everybody's kind of getting, um, almost enamored with you know these short-term reactions of if if i dump you on your head they're gonna go this is awesome and now i'm the best in the world it doesn't work that way man like you want your music to hit and people go whoa i'm really excited to see this person because of the body of work you've done but like man i'd much rather have a 20-year career than a five-year career and again that's we run into that a lot at the school to where when we open up the gates and it's like all right guys 
take some requests. Like, what would you guys like to learn? And they go, I will learn this, 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 this. And it's like, okay, but you also have not been working on your punches or your headlock takeover. And none of that stuff looks any good if you just go, ah, well, but I can do this other stuff. I need all your stuff to look good. I want your basics to be better than that other stuff because the other stuff's right. easy to get reactions. Yeah. Try to get a good reaction out of, you know, a little bit of physical contact or a clothesline or back elbow, or like you're saying, the basic stuff done properly and done and done really good is fucking awesome. You know what I mean? It really it's is. just a matter of it gets overlooked because it's not as cool as the other stuff. Right. It's like, man, I don't know. Cool is is getting great reactions and, and making a lot of money for being a superstar. You know what I mean? That's yeah. cool. Not just being one of uh, an increasing amount of people who, you know, can be kind of interchanged onto a card whether right. or not you know they're they're doing a reverse rana or something and it's like right you can add that stuff in if it's really part of your thing but give me that other part where you're talking about like solo give me the, the something to sink my teeth into give me yeah. that and then you can do all your other stuff but when i care about it yeah. so that all your hard work you're getting the maximum reward as opposed to working your ass off and getting a tiny tiny little reward it just if yeah. you're ripping yourself off man yeah, I think, and that's you know, if we're being honest about it, we're it, it's kind of part of being young, right? And you mm-hmm. you don't you don't know. I remember not knowing, you know, when I was young, it was nineteen twelve, um, yeah. and uh, <laughs> wasn't there wasn't even TV? That's- yeah, no, <laughs> I think the uh, telegraph was almost invented. Um, so. It, you know, I, I think that that is part of being young, but like a lot of one of the things I've been thinking about a lot lately, because my my style of wrestling and I've always believed uh, that like you get your foundation and then when you get comfortable and get enough reps, you start adding you, you to it. Yeah. For me, it was martial arts and it mm-hmm. was specifically more striking martial arts and so then i've been thinking about like how you teach that and the things that i've learned having been a martial artist from the time i was eight years old and and knowing how to throw these techniques properly but then having this unique um situation where now i'm in a profession where i got to learn how to throw them and not hurt people yeah that's the magic Yes. So, so much changed and, and it didn't happen overnight and it it's developed over the, the um, you know, 250 years that I've been in the industry. Yeah. Um, it, it it went. And when I think about it now, too, as it pertains to young guys coming up, being good at striking, even if that's not going to be your your go-to or anything, but having a couple of like well-thrown punches, elbows, kicks, whatever they are, they are so such a useful tool in the toolbox. Yeah. And I've realized that throughout my career that that has allowed me to be calm in moments and be more present Mm -hmm. as opposed to thinking about the next spot, blah, blah, blah. Because I know that, you know, buying myself a little bit of time is only one kick or one, you know, well-placed forearm or knee away from, okay, you go over there and sell. I'm trying to think of, and I really, I kind of wish that on my come up, I had somebody that 
you know, pointed that out to me. Yeah, but even then, man, like you wouldn't have listened to him. It's just how no, it is when I you're definitely young. Wouldn't like, have. It's, definitely wouldn't have. it's just so it it makes us sound like such you know ancient dudes here, but it's when you start <laughs> Bob, thinking Bobby about is. it, you know, oh yeah. Uh, yeah. no, you've fallen inch. victim you've fallen yeah, victim but it's, to it's hard not to, to sound spell. like the old timer you know what i mean but yeah. like even uh i was at one of the roh tapings and um they had some crazy match and this dude yeah. did the i think a canadian destroyer through two tables and exploded his leg in half and yes i saw i, I yeah. think i read about that and like yeah. i'm watching this and i went oh this poor kid man like you're having this match and you do not and again, it's not phoning it in. It's not being complacent. You don't need to do that because there's nope. such a friggin' room for error. And now, like, this kid is young, and he just exploded his leg. And yep. now when you come back, like, are you going to do the same type of stuff? Or are you going to kind of that, like, age-old tradition of, like, you only really get good when you get injured. Because then yeah. you can't do all the stuff. And now yeah. you rely on other stuff, like your personality or, like, making the simple stuff very interesting as opposed to relying on the, the, the fireworks, you know what I mean? Mm -hmm. And it's just, I really hope man, like when he comes back, I really hope he doesn't take those risks again. Like just, just do what you need to, but man, that was a nasty injury to watch, man. And it just makes me feel bad. Yeah. And I, I'm pretty, um, pretty sure I know the one you're talking about. I, I, it wasn't action Andretti, I don't believe, but it no, was, I think it was one of the Martin, it was think. one of the Martin guys. It was Dante Martin or Darius. Yes. Martin, one yes. Of them. He was Darius. Yeah. Yeah. And it was and just, I, Oh my God, what a crazy stunt, man. What a crazy yeah. stunt. Yeah. And, and unnecessary at the end of the day, like it yeah. wasn't going to, even if it went off, perfectly yeah it was not gonna really make much of a difference no it just blends in, in and the next day nobody remembers it, it man 100 percent. i remember it in. because he exploded his leg in half that's why i remember it yeah it's like yeah damn, dude I, 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 so at the risk of taking it in a in a um a divisive direction here because i'm gonna bring up like faith um you know, my, I, I, I am a Christian and, and I do believe that there are a lot of things that happen in our lives that we don't, we, you know, we just think, oh, the odds are stacking against me and like I, nothing is going right. And it's like, okay, but if you keep track of the fact that it's not on your schedule, mm -hmm. it's on his. And so he may have to place these six or seven trying scenarios in your path so that you are uh when you get to that place that he needs you to get to that you're you're prepared to be there and uh hopefully and i don't know what his faith is and it certainly doesn't need to be like mine but like hopefully he can see it as as something similar where it's like okay i need to learn from that like I need to not yeah. do that again um, and find a better way to utilize what I'm good at, you know, and the yeah. things that I can do. Yeah. It's just, again, it's that same, you know, it's like you said, I hope he learns that you don't need to do that. Right. You don't need to do that. If you choose to do it, it's one thing, but you really don't need to do that to be successful. No, nope, like, not even a little. Oh, man, I know guys again. with guys with not even a you know half a thumb's worth of his athletic ability. Yeah, 
have made millions. That's right. Millions. Yes. Um, millions. With less, you know. Yeah, big time. Do I kind of look like Dr. A little bit, dude. A yeah, little bit. You're getting close, yeah. <laughs> I can't shave my beard, though. My 10-year-old did not talk to me for a week when I shaved my beard. I still had hair. But, what, yeah, when I left AEW and I was, like, off TV, I'm like, you know what? It's been so long. I'm just going to shave it all. Yep. And I did. And she did not. It did not go well. My wife didn't like it either. Don't get so, me wrong. But but my daughter, she just stopped talking to me for a week. Nice. nice. Yeah, I was sure I was going to come home and like the police were going to be here. And be like, sir, you have to vacate yeah. the premises. Yep. Yeah. All right. Yeah. yeah. Frank, whoa, did we wake you up? Huh? Oh. <laughs> Good morning. Good afternoon and citation. You got some indigestion, Frank? You just shit your pants. You had that Sunday. You should have seen this Sunday that this guy, it had, what was that, antifreeze? Like, it was blue. Like, I've never seen ice cream like that. What the hell was that? Is that mint chocolate chip? No, it was cookie cookie. It was chocolate well, chip cookie dough antifreeze. Was, what, what are we talking about here? Cookie monster ice cream. <laughs> cookie monster ice cream. Frank, you should be ashamed of yourself. You're a bill-paying adult. You're a bill-paying adult. You're somebody's father. The cookie monster ice cream. Cookie monster ice cream. Have something respectable. Something that like your wife can at least... Look you in the eye while you're eating. Yeah. She had to look away from you in shame. Just like, yep, there's my husband. Yep. Eating cookie monster ice cream. She had to stand next to him when he ordered that shit. Oh God. And the best the best part is is you just admitted that shit on a fucking podcast that's Uh worldwide. Well done. Uh-huh. Hey, well, I'll but... be honest, I'm a little bit I'm a little curious. I'm a little curious. I'm, I like I like myself like some good ice cream and you know, oh, oh, no. <laughs> monster flavor tastes like though. Yeah. We know it's well, yeah, what's it taste like? Just like an amalgamation of cookies? There are cookie bites in it, yes. What Piece kind of cookie? Cookies? Chocolate chip. So how does it differ from like chocolate chip cookie dough? Yeah. Um, it really doesn't. So it's, it's just, just, it's just, just blue. It's, it's yeah, just blue. Blue okay. chocolate chip cookie dough. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. All, right. Hmm. All right. Well, that makes it less, a little <laughs> bit less. No, no it actually, it doesn't. No, it, it doesn't. doesn't. Not even a little bit. Yeah. He still had to order the cookie monster yeah. Sunday. Yeah. He did. Did you Let's get sprinkles that... on it? Did you ask for sprinkles or not? No. So you hold get? on. It had peanut butter sauce, chocolate sauce. Reese's Pieces, oh whipped cream, and cherry. Jesus Christ, Frank! It was a cardio day too. Well, I hope so. <laughs> That's a lot. That's a lot. Wow. What wow. time were you at the gym this morning, Frank? Uh, Four thirty a.m. Oh, breezy. Are you an early gym guy or later uh, in the day? Uh, late. Once I have breakfast, so more like ten, eleven. Okay. 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 I'm, uh, I, I would love the to do the I, early morning thing, but I love the early morning. I, I was five thirty this morning. But do you, but here's the thing: do you go to bed early? No. So th- see, that's tough. If I if that I get up early, tough. I got to go to bed early, and I got stuff to do. So yeah, most yeah. of the time, I'm not in bed before eleven or twelve. Yeah, 
I, I, so I'll go to bed early if like, if my, cause my wife goes to bed early okay. and if I join her, then like I go to bed PM. early. Yes. She's, she's pretty much a nine, nine, See, that's between tough. nine and 10. That's tough. Um, but it helps but that you got support. Them. That what? It helps that you got support. Them. Support. Yeah. That she does it too. If she didn't do it, you probably wouldn't. Uh, yeah, but I don't like, I, so if, if I don't go to bed when she goes to bed, like then I, yeah, that's when I just, I stay up and then I fall asleep on the couch and then yep. I put myself in the guest room at some point when I wake up on the couch, cause I don't want to wake her up and she's sure, a light sure. sleeper, you know? So Man. it's like this whole mess. Process. <laughs> yeah. It's this whole mess. And then my yeah. alarm goes off and I'm like, okay, it's five. I got to go to Tampa. I got to go back yeah. to Orlando. I got to go to Jacksonville to come home to go to sleep. Yeah, yep. I do. Yep. I, you know, it just this what it is. Yeah. yeah. Take us home. All right. We oh. still wait, wait, we still gotta ask the most pertinent question. Oh, that, you're, yes. right. you're right, you're right, you're right. You're D, right. you're the you reminded us. So do you want to do the honors? I sure will. Okay. Are you a card carrying member of Hulkamania? <laughs> I am oh, you screwed it up, Dennis. You screwed it up. You know, like I know, you know. Normally, I would expect such a thing from Frank. Are you a card carrying Hulkamaniac? That too. Same thing. Not a card carrying member of Hulkamania. <laughs> He's a noun. He's a Hulkamaniac. He's a noun. Way different. Way different. You did. You made it like an adjective or something. I don't know what you did. Well, Shame listen. Sorry, my yeah. bad. So, now I, I can't have faith in either of my co-hosts now. This Dennis, at least really I had prior to this episode. Can you answer the question? I don't. Not at this point. At this point, it's ruined. <laughs> Good night, Bobby. Said, you've disgusted them. You've disgusted Bobby at this point. You have. You have. I'm gonna go punch myself in the face after this. All right, uh, you can answer it if you want. Please. I am not. I am not. No. Never happened. Never happened. Really? Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Never happened. Were you, a, were you a, a? Were you one of the little warriors? Uh, no, I wasn't really a warrior either. Oh. I was uh my, like my prime time was like Brett Austin. Oh. Oh. I, I wasn't big. I wasn't really big on the. I wasn't really big on the Hogan era. Oh. So I can see. I see it. I see it. Like a little, yeah. a little breezy and a little uh, Dax Harwood. Yeah, know? that's right. I need some Sean. I need some Brett. I need some Austin. I need some Rock. That's my. That's okay. my. Brett and what? What? That's right. That's right. What? Yeah, yeah Hogan. I grew, well, listen. Yeah, I grew okay. up on Luth. I grew up on Luthes. What? Uh, yeah. yeah, you grew up on him or, or wrestling him? On, on him. him. Oh, I, on my him. father, my father and him were in the uh, fire department together. Luthes was a fireman for a little while, and uh, Louis. When I was born, my dad used to uh, to take when I would when it was nap time. He would just lay me on Lou's hairy back, <laughs> and uh, I would just sleep like a baby. Shit is, I was I was a baby. This shit's getting weird. <laughs> yeah. Hey. Hey, come on, Dennis. <laughs> we know this. Don't tell my wife. <laughs> she, I'm sure she's well aware. Yeah, yeah. Literally. To be her. honest, she's, I'm sure she's like, yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> she's like, why are you so damn weird? Please stop it. Okay. Well, okay. Now it's well, time to take us home. 
Okay, Breezy, it was an absolute pleasure. What do you uh, What do you got upcoming? Um, let's uh, let the people know. Uh, hit them socials. Oh, uh, how, if, oh, if they want to be, if if I'm an aspiring young wrestler and I wanna I wanna go to flatbacks and I wanna be trained by Spears and Breezy. What do I got to do? All you got to do is go to uh, flatbackswrestlingschool.com. Got all the info on there. I also got that link on my socials, which is gorgeous with three M's on Twitter and Instagram. Uh, you can catch me every week on Up Up Down Down. So we got tons of stuff going on. Uh, I got bookings coming up. So my September is super busy. If you're in the areas, nice, I got nice. uh, Portland. I got Iowa, uh, Des Moines, Iowa. Yeah, Iowa, Portland, Chicago uh missoula montana oh beautiful uh, place omaha nebraska love it um we're doing uh, what else tennessee knoxville tennessee nice um, getting out, feel like out. la la i'm over in la um so yeah a little bit of everything a little bit of everything yeah man. yeah nice. you're moving nice. and shaking again That's hey not to get back into it but i thought of this and was going to ask it before but how far of a deviation from what you as a kid envisioned your your creator wrestler being how far of a deviation is uh is breeze uh a big one a big yeah. one so yeah. i it's actually funny i somewhere i have it uh, i think it probably filed away but i had like i remember in school like i printed out what I was going to be in, like what moves of I was going to do off of yeah. like the creator wrestler. Yeah. And it, back then I was going to be six foot three, 225 pounds, uh, yeah. did not come to fruition. Um, <laughs> but that was, that was the plan. <laughs> um, but I always kind of knew, like, I, I kind of do like the same moves that I wanted to do. Yeah. yeah. That stayed, but the overall look of everything of was course. very yeah. different. Very yeah. different. I yeah. was going to be like, I think I was going to come out in like camo pants, but then the Dudleys did it. So I couldn't do it. Uh. Um, I, I loved I had like a uh, remember like back in the day when like you had a Superman shirt with the Superman symbol on it. Yeah, I, I thought that was the coolest thing in the world. Uh, and that was, was going to be like my look. That was going to be my look. <laughs> Superman shirt with, with the camo pants and yeah, not yeah. Not, not really quite uh, quite what we were <laughs> Didn't really pan out. Yeah, just didn't. the look changed. The look a little different. The look was close, but different. Bring it back. I can bring it back. Ah, <laughs> uh, well, like I said, Breezy, got anything else to? I think that's it, man. I think plug you, it. Carney freak you. That's like, hey, that's a lot, man. That's, that's a lot. The only reason we do these things. <laughs> that's the right. Only reason. That's, that's the right. Only reason. I'm trying to website. swindle you out of your money. That's right. Come learn to wrestle. Yeah, huh. Mark. That's right. <laughs> Ugh, I hate that term. Right. It's not a good one. It's I hate it's one. all the terms, you know. Now it's like that now that like fans like fans just be fans. You're not marks. Like just be fans and don't come up and tell me I love your heel work. You're not supposed to know. Yeah, it's like it's like if we had a really good inside <laughs> joke and then someone tries to be a part of it. Now we don't yes. really want to do the inside joke anymore, Yeah, you know? yeah, we don't need it. Like we don't just need it. Now it's not an inside your lane. It's more fun when everybody's in their lane. That's right. You don't need to know everything. Yeah. Right. But okay, enough. I'm getting off the soapbox. <laughs> I'm off the soapbox. We got bobbyfishapparel.com for all your good school clothes. It's almost time to go back to school. It's almost time. <laughs> so it's almost time. What time is it? What time is it? There's the impressions. 
Yeah. Do you even know you're right. That was? You're right. Not good. Right. Not good. <laughs> you couldn't even get the fee going, man. What time is it? What time is it? I don't know. That's a weird one. Oh, Frank never disappoints, but yeah, he disappoints with yeah. his lack of disappointment. Yeah. Try to try to. Wow. All right. Wow. All right. Perfect. All right. Well, shitting on Frank's getting a little old. <laughs> Actually, I could do another. I could do this all night. <laughs> Frank's gonna probably go shit his pants after that. Uh, well, well, all right. Well, we'll send Frank off to the bathroom. And uh, Dennis, what do you got? Uh, I got a few words, and I just say, "Say goodnight, Bobby." Bukaki. No, no, not say. That didn't even sound like saying goodnight, Bobby. <laughs> Good night, Bukaki. Yeah. Good night. <laughs> Good night, Bobby.